Welcome. Today at MissMojo.com, we're going to be discussing the top 10 dance mom fails. Just kidding. <laughs> Hi, my name is Weiwei Hutchinson. I use he, him pronouns. I'm a junior at Ida B. Wells Barnett High School, and this is my very first podcast. <clears throat> I'm. We are joined by three of my friends, Logan, Janelle, and Aria. Thank you guys for joining. So... For a podcast that I listen to, I listen to They Call Us Bruce, hosted by Jeff Yang and Phil Yu, and their topics, and they discuss, um, <laughs> and they discuss unfiltered discussions about what's happening in Asian America. So, welcome everybody, and we're going to do a popcorn thingy, Mabob. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, please state your name, grade, pronouns and how you identify you do not have to answer this but if you feel comfortable you can um my name is logan i go by she her pronouns i'm a junior as well and i am a woman so cool hi guys um hi my name is aria morgan i am also a junior i am a cisgender asian american biracial female and um well, is there anything else I was supposed to say? Uh, I think that's no, all. That, that's, yeah, cool. that's okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah, and I'm Daniel. Um, I go by he, him pronouns. I am also a junior, and I am an Asian Pacific Islander. Cool. I forgot to identify myself. <laughs> I'm Chinese Jewish American. Chinese Jewish American. Great. So today's topic, I want to discuss the difference in cultures between friends, family, and um, our, in our community. So I have a few questions that I'm going to ask my friends here. You guys can answer, don't answer, feel whatever is comfortable to you. So let me start off. Woo! Okay, so how has your own culture impact uh, just kidding that is not the first question psych <laughs> how do you define culture <laughs> anyone can start popcorn popcorn well i love popcorn um to me <laughs> culture is like your lifestyle and how you live uh in conjunction with like your identity I'm like yeah good answer i like salted popcorn Next. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, I think culture is the intersectionality between where, kind of where you were raised or where you live, mm -hmm. your personality, your 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 identity, and yourself, and just what's around you, like your environment. Um, I like mm -hmm. kettle corn. I really like that. That yeah. thanks. <laughs> Janelle, <laughs> Janelle really got me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Janelle, you can go. All right. All right, yeah. I don't know. For me, culture means pretty much what everyone else had to say. Really, the environment you grew up in, um, how you were raised, the um, overall just the based on how you were raised, but based um, um, what's the word? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm I don't blank. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. Out. Yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah, do you want to pull up a dictionary? <laughs> like, yeah, probably. No. Um, <laughs> pretty much is how you were raised um, yeah. by the people and environment around mm -hmm. you. And what's your favorite uh, popcorn flavor? <laughs> I like caramel. I like nut, I fish, like popcorn, popcorn, seafood, mm. popcorn. <laughs> I like butter. Popcorn. No. 
Thank you so much, Darnell, for the great popcorn. <laughs> I'm <Thank> joking. You. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Do you have no one, Darnell? Uh, huh? Caramel. 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 Oh, great choice, great choice. So we'll we'll go on to our next question of the day. So, how has your own culture impacted your identity? <clears throat> popcorn, popcorn. Silence. I'm white, guys. I can't be the first one to start this off. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Alrighty. I, no thoughts. Head empty. Um. So I guess how has this culture affected my identity? I mean, I grew up in a predominantly white city, you know, Portland, mm-hmm. and at a predominantly white school that really focused on, I think, the white perspective of history. I went to a mm-hmm. U.S. like history focused program for six years of my life and that's where my education started so I think that had a lot to do with like I guess my my interests now and I didn't really grow up with any other Asian or BIPOC friends so I don't know I'm kind of used to Mm -hmm. like I don't know until middle school it's kind of used to being the only BIPOC person and I guess like being biracial you never really know where you're supposed to fit so I don't know if that answers the question but uh no no I I thought you brought up a great explanation coming from someone you know who's biracial and I don't know how to finish that sentence (laughs) (laughs) but no but I think I think that was a really great explanation Arya though yeah I guess I can go next um yeah wait sorry were you finished <laughs> oh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's been like 15 seconds of silence. <laughs> my bad. It adds character. Um, so yeah. Loud. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I grew up um also in Portland, predominantly white, but in a mm-hmm. more diverse area of Portland, so Northeast Portland, Gresham mm-hmm. area even, and so I did have a lot of um diverse friends though that district is still mostly white people. Um, I still had a lot of uh, Vietnamese friends, a lot of um, Mexican and uh, some, uh, uh, what's the word? Oh my gosh, do I need a dictionary? Yeah, (laughs) I think you do. (laughs) Pull of a (laughs) Merriam-Webster. That. Yeah. Can you can edit that? You can, yeah, you can turn. Feel free. No, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'll try that, Jonathan. Okay. Let me restart that. Um, so I grew up in a predominantly uh white area, Portland, but it was way more diverse than uh this area of Portland. I grew up um mm-hmm. in northeast Portland. <laughs> You stop saying Portland. Northeast Portland, Gresham area. <laughs> Portland, Portland. <laughs> it, was, it was mostly diverse. Um, there was a lot of uh, BIPOC students. So I was um, I was exposed to a lot of different cultures, which was pretty, pretty, pretty fun. I, I, I got to learn a lot about other uh, people's cultures um, growing up. Um, also mm-hmm. learning about my own culture, uh, being Filipino myself. Um that really opened my perspectives and I guess interests as well mm-hmm. um, into 
different um, ethnicities, um, gr- ethnic groups, and just overall. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was going with. Going, oh my no. gosh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I think that's really interesting, you know, continuing to learn by culture. Because I remember when yeah. you're, because I remember growing up, I didn't even know anything about Filipino culture. And like basically the only thing that was taught to me was from your like mm-hmm. great aunt, right? Who like mm-hmm. came to ADPI. And gave us a little. Yeah, that, that was, was really so cool. interesting, and I, and actually learned a lot from that. So thank you. Tell 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 your great aunt. Yeah. I think is that right, great yeah. aunt? Yeah, my great aunt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> tell her thank yeah. you, because I I actually learned a lot from that. So yeah, yeah, it was really really neat. No one really talks about Filipino culture. Now no, to the white not. girl in the corner. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I have moved around a lot. I lived in Hawaii for six years which is the largest mm-hmm. amount of time that i've lived in a specific place so mm-hmm. that was really fun and from like my experience there i got to learn a little bit about hawaiian culture and just like all kinds of asian cultures because there's a large asian pop- population in hawaii specifically like japanese the biggest <laughs> it's <laughs> um, and then i've also traveled to japan a couple of times so <gasps> What? Yeah, uh, I want to go to Japan. I, I had <laughs> really uh, fun, and then I also grew up in uh, Florida for a little bit, so I got to experience like the South, which we Southern um, culture. Biscuits and gravy. I would better than like Alabama, which is like deep um, south. The culture there, it's so mm-hmm. fun, and the cuisine specifically. Like, a lot of my my um, knowledge on culture is, like, cuisine, which, mm-hmm. you know, not the greatest, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, and then also, yeah. I have um, mixed mm-hmm. race cousins. All of my cousins, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the only uh, white one. <laughs> one is uh, Filipino, one is Japanese, yes. and one is Filipino, um, what? Latina. Yeah. Odd men out. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to learn. Who's the outlier? Yeah. So I get to learn about um, <laughs> like different cultures through them mm-hmm. and like just my experience of growing up in different places. Mm-hmm. So that is how mm-hmm. I've gotten to know different things. Yeah. Like, I guess I can do a mm-hmm. No, Sorry. I'm just going to give a quick example. Like, for example, in Hawaii, yeah. our music mm-hmm. class was very centered around like hula and um mm-hmm. like hawaiian like chanting yeah. so i have to learn about that wow. and learn uh-huh. um what words meant um through my school which was really um interesting and fun that's really neat that's so cool and that's like complete opposite from where i came from mm-hmm. where it was like as we said before fully white perspective <laughs> and low-key cultural oh, appropriation yeah. like now that i'm looking mm-hmm. back on it and have been looking back on it for the past year i realized how like yeah it was like it was really bad i guess i could kind of quickly answer before the next question so yeah i was adopted um and i moved to and i lived in my first oh my god i can't phrase a sentence i moved to michigan and that was my first home sweet home (laughs) (laughs) sounds super country to me and it there was like zero it was very hard to find people who were like me my school was had a lot of 
my first school had a lot of issues just even with like you know gender identity and stuff like that so that's why we moved and we moved to sf and sf has a very large population of asian americans (laughs) and um i remember my mom would always take me to like asian doctors asian hairstylists because they were everywhere and i was able to immerse myself you know with people who looked like me and, you know, we joined a lot of temples, and that was pretty neat. I also went to a – for my eighth grade, I went to a school, actually, that was all kids of color except for one kid. I'm being dead serious. Every kid in that school was a kid of color except for one. Um, and even though they were still kids of color, you know, there were still a lot of biases and stereotypes between each person and their own culture. So that was interesting to deal with mm-hmm. itself. So – And my next second to last question is, what's the most unique thing about your culture? So, yeah. Again, I cannot start this off. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Yeah, I I can go. No, 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 you should go first. All right, yeah. You can go. The most unique unique thing about my culture, I'd say everything, and I'm going to be honest. We have like mm-hmm. pretty cool dances. Uh, you know, Tinnikling. It's like oh, whoa. two, yeah. two. You have uh, two people on the end of, um, or on opposite ends of each other, holding these like super mm-hmm. long bamboo sticks, and you pretty much hit. Uh, you showed me videos. Yeah, I showed you videos. <laughs> they, they, they pretty much they yeah, pretty much yeah, kick yeah. the bamboo on the floor those. and then click them together, mm-hmm. and you have a, you mm-hmm. would have like two people um, hopping around trying not to get their um, ankles hit with the bamboo. And that's pretty much called tinnikling. You just dance around. It's really fun. I grew up dancing, um, traditional Filipino dancing. And so I had to do it. And it was amazing. Um, also, food. Delicious. Oh. Delicious. Literally, it's so good. Um, a lot of different spices, a lot of different ways to cook things. It's amazing. Um, songs, just literally everything. <laughs> just, just being honest, just everything about anyone. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Filipino food yeah, is so good. Yeah, oh my god! Yes. Like, oh. I was talking to Janelle oh about god, that, like so sweet spaghetti with like sweet uh, spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm sorry. It's so. Janelle, do you know what's called? Yeah, I like. I, uh, I, I spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um like yeah, jollibee Jolly. i know that's not like a perfect example of filipino Jolly. food but it's yes. so good Janelle, yes, it's you know so what good. do you know what cagatio mm-hmm. is uh no it's a thing my uh cousin Should said I? me it's a it's <laughs> according to her it's a, apparently um a filipino tradition um where it might be spanish depending on like where you know, Spain did all their jazz and left Over their influence years. on everything. Um, but it's this uh, log, and you beat you whack it with a stick uh, during oh, Christmas. Yeah, that's a that's and you a, sing a song. Yeah, that's a that's a Spanish thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, that's um, a, um, we personally don't do that, but I I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, that, I think that candy comes out of it. Yeah, or, or fish. Yeah, fish is like or the equivalent fish. of coal. Oh, that's really neat. <laughs> Aria, were you going to... Sorry, did we interrupt you? I apologize. 
Oh, oh no no no! I was just reacting to what John O was mm-hmm. saying. Not at all, John O. Are you I, done? Yeah, I, I just want to make sure I'm about not right anything because you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so boneless oh, or wingless. So <laughs> boneless not or this wingless. again. Not this again. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Sorry, guys. This was an inside joke. Don't mind. Okay, let's get back on track. <laughs> um. Okay. So the most interesting part of i think i'm mainly chinese 50 <laughs> percent chinese and two percent white so i'm gonna talk about the chinese part um see honestly the parties like they're extravagant <laughs> they're luxurious yeah. it's so they're so interesting and all of them while they're luxurious and super flamboyant i guess is a really good way to describe them they're also all rooted in tradition like for Lunar New Year, it was it was this past weekend. Yeah. My Lolo wouldn't let us call her until the sun, like three days after, I think. And that's because that's the day married daughters either come home or call their mother. Like all of our tradition, all of our parties and celebrations are rooted really deeply in tradition. And I'm not quite sure that's like, you know, significant. I know it is significant. I don't think it's, I don't know the word, like particular to just Chinese culture, but it's just interesting to me because it's all, it's like everything is part of a tradition. Like even at weddings too, you have to do a tea ceremony with uh, your partner's parents. Yeah. So yeah, I think the parties and the traditions are the most unique, I guess, part of our culture. Yeah. That's my answer. That That's a really interesting <clears throat> point. I like, I didn't know that actually, so that's really cool. I know. I uh, my Lolo like texted me, texted my mom this past like Thursday or something, and was like, "Don't call me until Sunday." And my mom didn't like couldn't find out why, so I had to text my uncle and ask. And we were like, "Oh, oh, it's so interesting." Okay. It's just an interesting tradition. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my um, Logan. Um, what's interesting? Um, I'm trying to pick. Um, I'm gonna what? I I was just thinking that you could, you know, maybe you know, if you can't think of anything like like on the spot, like something unique about your family, family culture, sibling culture. Uh, we're not gonna talk cancel about cancel culture. We're not gonna talk about sibling culture. <laughs> no, we're not gonna go there. Not sibling um, culture. No, I'm gonna... not sibling culture. No, um, I think. My, I'm. This is more gonna be like my experience and what I think is interesting. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, growing up, I ate a lot of um different types of like Asian like food, like mm-hmm. all kinds of Asian. And then I mm-hmm. when I in like kindergarten is when I lived in Hawaii, so I was really used to like seeing and interacting with Asian people and Asian culture, which I think is Mm -hmm. not an experience that Mm -hmm. a lot of white people get to have when they're young. They don't really interact with races other than their own. Or there's like that one Mm -hmm. kid in your class. So it was always very normal to me. And then I, when I grew up, I realized that that wasn't the norm and that people had no idea what I was talking about or like thought it was weird. So I just think that, you know, kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something interesting about 
uh, you could talk about culture. being yeah. Jewish. Yeah, sibling culture. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm joking. Yeah, I'll do. Um, Jewish culture. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do this, you know, for other cultures, but you know, for Jewish culture, there's something called, you know, a bar, a bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, or b mitzvah, mm-hmm. and it's usually a celebration of when. Um, a Jewish teen uh, turning 13 or older like be- becomes and is known as an adult and is treated like one and being held the responsi- responsibilities of one. And what I find interesting is now that like there when for each birthday or whenever you sell uh, in the month that you um, celebrate your bar mitzvah there's like a certain portion of the Torah that you read not just like one that everyone reads but a specific part of the Torah that explains a story during that that time period I believe and 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 also just like celebrating with your friends and the things that happened during your bar or bat mitzvah that I find very interesting I don't want to keep going on because I know I'm just going to say something that makes no sense and it's just going to become awkward <laughs> really awkward <laughs> So, I mean, it is, you know, yeah. feel free to explain what you want, yeah. of course. I mean, it's your podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one's going to listen up to this point <laughs> of the podcast because it's been going on for like 20 minutes. But, um, oh, wait, really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but last question before we end, and then I'll give the title of my podcast because I didn't mention that in the first part. But uh, how how do others perceive your culture and and has and well, oh my god, let me rephrase that. How do others perceive your culture and has it affected your culture? I know that sounds weird. I phrase I try to phrase it as best as I could, but yeah. I can start. Um if that's all right. Cool, yes, yeah, everyone. Um so, you know, growing up Asian or I think any mm-hmm. person any culture of being a person of color, you're kind of I don't know, like I don't, I don't want to say raised mm-hmm. because by your parents, you're never raised to be ashamed of your culture. Mm-hmm. But growing up in like a predominantly white community, you're kind of forced to be, I don't know, to kind of conform mm-hmm. to white culture and not really appreciate your own culture and see the beauty in yourself yeah. and in your race and see how beautiful it is in itself. And I think a lot of a lot of BIPOC people are ashamed of their culture. And that's really sad because your culture is beautiful. It's part of mm-hmm. yourself. And I think it's, I don't think anyone should be ashamed of it. Um, so I, I, I don't know if it ruins it, but I think it ch- changes everyone's experience when you're ashamed of your culture and you don't celebrate what makes is you special. Is someone chewing right now? I'm eating dark chocolate from Valentine's Day because I'm lonely and I'm hungry and I haven't had dinner. Well, I'm just going to let you know. I don't wow. know where your mic is. It is very all close hear to your it. mouth. Very oh, my God. I can <clears> hear <throat> the spit. We can all hear it. <laughs> no. How do I delete that? That's so embarrassing. Okay, I'm moving my camera away. Well, it's been like that the whole time. Wait, wait. You really just wrecked the moment. That was a beautiful. I'm moment so sorry, Arya. Of sentiment, but and you just you wrecked it. With okay, your I'm sorry. You know what? Let me let let <laughs> me respond. Call to action. <laughs> um, I'm Call joking. To <laughs> it's with Miss Connie. I'm sorry. That's some, that's something. Okay, but what I was saying is that I like do agree. You know that I feel that it's really hard. You know when 
a student of um, a student of color, you know, goes to school, you know, they bring out and and kids are confident, you know, that maybe they, they'll wear something because from their culture or they'll eat or they'll eat an ethnic food from their culture and be happy about it. Mm-hmm. But then there are the ignorant children whose parents did not raise them right or did, but the kids are just ignorant themselves and will like throw these like comments at you. And like it's degrading, I think, to little kids as their brain is developing and 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 how they react to surroundings around them. So I think that it really hurts to see that there are people who actually, you know, do that. And that has such a big effect, even mentally on kids of color when they grow up. So, yeah. Yeah. And okay. So I don't, we don't need to keep this Mm -hmm. segment going a lot longer if you don't want, but I think, you know, I've heard a lot of stories from Asian people saying like, yeah, when I was younger, my, Mom used to pack me these beautiful lunches with, you know, gyoza, rice, tofu, all of it. And they used to get made fun of and they'd tell their parents, stop making these beautiful yeah. lunches of foods from their culture because they were ashamed. And that's like horrible because like, I think it, it, does, it kind of ruins a relationship between the parents and the kids, because the parents just want them to appreciate and love themselves mm-hmm. and their culture. But when bullying happens like that, they don't because, you know, they <clears throat> think there's something wrong with them, which, of course, is not the case. Yeah. But I. That's yeah, what I'm scared about. Yeah. Your culture should be I feel celebrated. like that's what I'm scared about in parenthood is that, you know, when when we grew up and, and, and we try our best, you know, to like have our kids accept and love their own culture but you know I don't want you know have my kid come mm-hmm. home and be like I don't want you making this lunch anymore for me you know because then I know immediately that they're getting mm-hmm. made fun of and that just is not okay so mm-hmm. yeah yeah also that's my um, going mm-hmm. back to what Aria you you said about how um kids will come home I guess feeling ashamed of their culture um it's also the fact that um, in a lot of BIPOC communities or in a lot of um, Asian, Asian communities as well, a lot of the parents mm-hmm. want this, uh, their child to succeed in life. And in order to do that, they believe that um, they have to be just like the majority. So being kind of like mm-hmm. whitewashed in a way, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 1,000%. And a lot of the, yep. yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of students, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, um, I, I, I was going to say a lot of students, no, a lot of students, <laughs> sorry, a lot of students as well um, kind of tend to help. I, I don't want to use the word help, but I can't think of another word. So help with that in um, kind of making fun of a, mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. color um, culture, kind of like for with me, for example, I had people make fun of me for eating dogs and cats uh, in the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, yeah, I would just feel embarrassed yeah. and embarrassed, embarrassed and just ashamed of just being Filipino, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't have. But, um, yeah. Oh. But, you know, as a yeah. kid, yeah. you can't really help that reaction. And, like, you know, I feel like all BIPOC groups yeah. go through that. Like, obviously, I'm not trying to discredit your experience. I'm just yeah. saying, like, ev- everyone has it. Like, you know, Asian, a lot of Asian people wish their eyes were bigger mm-hmm. and they get surgery to have that done to make them look more Western. 
or people wish their skin were lighter, any of that, you know, like because mm-hmm. the beauty standard is supposed to be so mm-hmm. Western. I obviously don't agree with that, but I think that is a part of changing, you know, white supremacy and changing your culture. To just I remember I was in eighth grade and, and that's when I started, you know, realizing and developing my, like the importance in, you know, Asian culture and being surrounded with eight, more Asian mm-hmm. friends at my school. And I remember my parents who are white and they walk into a school and into our school and and all the kids just look at them and they look at us and they give us stares because, you know, they never seen an adopted mm-hmm. Chinese kid with white parents. And then one of my friends, like, stopped talking to me one day and and I was like, you know, what's your problem? And they're just like, you're whitewashed. And I was like, what do you mean I'm whitewashed? And they're like, your parents are white. And and I'm like, and like, what's wrong with that? And they're like you're whitewashed. And I was like, and, and like, mm-hmm. that just hurt because like my parents try really hard to like have me immerse myself in, in Asian and Chinese and Jewish culture. So when hearing people say that my parents whitewashed mm-hmm. me, it's just, I don't like the sound of it. It's like, it's insulting to like my parents and it's, it's, it's insulting to me and my family and my community just in general. So yeah, I just thought I mentioned that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No. Yeah. It's I'm okay. Sorry. she like follows me on instagram now she like sends me like (laughs) checkups like she's like every month she oh my god (laughs) but logan's been quiet are you sleeping Logan? um oh no i'm I'm sorry i'm I'm sorry i'm I'm sorry you're offended (laughs) (laughs) thank you logan thank you thank you for for listening to our yeah i mean Thank you. Even I got made fun of for like bringing like gyoza to school, Uh, and that's so (laughs) weird because like I'm white, like I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Like I got made fun of for like having a lemon (laughs) in my lunch bag. So like I can't even imagine like how it must feel. Oh, because like lemon. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry for laughing. No, it's just just weird. Like kids are brutal. Like I don't understand what. I'm sorry. That was me. I made fun of Logan for like eating a whole lemon on Facetime like a week ago. (laughs) Okay, that. Well, that's like not like having lunch. That's just me. That's my personal (laughs) fork. Okay. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Like, if you just get made fun of, like if you don't have like a turkey Mm -hmm. sandwich. Or a peanut butter and jelly. I would take yoga on over a peanut butter and jelly any day. I'm sorry. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Janelle, don't do that again. Don't pull that. Don't pull that. Don't pull that. Peanut allergy. I tuna sandwich. I remember. I used to. I remember. I used to want Lunchables so bad. Instead of my like Chinese leftovers, I was like. Oh my god! I was yeah. like, I want. Yeah. Okay, but Lunchables Lunchables. They don't lack. They don't lack. Good. I said they. I know. Smack. And then I said they don't lack Mm-mm. as a rhyme. Oh, you got too. Do, do you know what rhyming is? Do, do you need dictionary? <laughs> well, I sure do. Janelle sure does. So yeah, Oh, that come our but a cut this podcast has come to an end and i forgot to give the title uh my title was called wacky conversations <laughs> with weiwei now this conversation was supposed to be very serious 
But because of me laughing and nervous about this whole podcast for asynchronous, I laughed and I apologize to Lemire if you're if you're hearing this right now. <laughs> I did not mean to laugh during this. No. So I think that con- concludes my first podcast. This is like so last minute because I was like on FaceTime and I was just like, do you guys want to be in a podcast? <laughs> and they're all like, yeah. Yeah. It's I woke great. up too. I just woke up. <laughs> Any day. I love And make sure you subscribe. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you can watch the top 10 dance mom fails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why I literally mentioned we should all do a podcast Absolutely. one day. Like, this is what I mean. But so now I'm looking at her like, no. You. I've been like, no. we all have really productive conversations. Uh, look. Logan said oh. yes to me. Oh. Fake anyway. friend. Fake friend. <laughs> I'm hey. T- I don't hey. know how to. <laughs> I made the art. I made the art okay. for this podcast, so don't. Yeah, don't. I'm gonna press finish recording, can and we, we can and it? we can go back on Facetime, and let's hope none of this gets lost. Okay, I'm gonna hang up in five, uh-huh. four, three, two, one. Please edit yes, out the most parts. Yes. <laughs>